Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show's outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise, it's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great stimulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for our health guru, Beverly Nadler, her fabulous daughter, Dr. Denise, a.k.a. Ariana. Their friends and family and all our friends and family and loyal listeners worldwide. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the Hour to Empower, with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log into Joyce Barry and Friends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on in there. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our wonderful guest today. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. Welcome to the show today, a show that is really dealing with one of my favorite topics, religion and spirituality. The question is, is there a difference? Surveys indicate that the majority of people believe in a creative power that is usually called God. Some people are members of a specific organized religion of which there are believed to be over 1,000. Others consider themselves spiritual and may or may not also have a religious affiliation. Of course, many people have no interest in either. 
either one. Join health guru Beverly Nadler for a provocative program as she shares a variety of viewpoints, including those of spiritual and religious leaders, that will reveal the differences as well as some similarities between religion and spirituality. As I said, folks, it's a topic I'm fascinated by. I love and appreciate it, just as I am with our guest today, Beverly Nadler. Fascinated by her, love and appreciate her. So look at those similarities right there. Beverly is an extraordinary poet, author, researcher, and most importantly to me, my friend, good friend. Here she is, the one, the only, Beverly Nadler. (laughs) Thank you for that wonderful introduction, Joyce. I always appreciate it, just as I appreciate you. And I, too, uh, feel very strongly about this this topic. Uh, I'm very glad we we chose it. You want me to begin? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Both religion and spirituality are, are considered pathways to God or to a higher power. Uh, I looked up both words in um, the dictionary. For religion, I got a belief in a divine or superhuman power or powers to be obeyed and worshipped as the creator, an interesting uh, creators they also had with an S after it, and rulers of the universe. Spiritual of the spirit or soul as distinguished from the body or material matters and showing much refinement of thought and feeling. And one can be religious, you know, but be a criminal, go to church or a temple. They can lie, cheat, steal, and murder. We know that. I'm not saying that that's what all religious people do, but I'm saying that religious person who is religious that does not stop them. They can be going to church, you know, and a temple and, and doing all of these things. Whereas someone who is spiritual, uh, they usually tend to want to do good uh, to help people. Uh, they don't necessarily follow um, religious dogma, uh, with all of which differs according to the different interpretations of the specific religion, church, temple, or Uh, the leader of that particular group. Um, One can be very spiritual and yet never use the word God. And the word God, by the way, was not used until the 6th century. I believe it's the 6th century. It was a derivative of the German word for good. And, you know, the, the Buddhist religion, by the way, does not use the word God, and yet it is very, very spiritual. Uh, there, there are different goals or intentions uh, within the various uh, spiritual paths, also the religious paths, and uh, I do want to talk about them from my own viewpoint, and then I'm going to share with you uh, statements and quotes made by people, some of whom are quite famous, some of whom you may never have heard of, but they were leaders both either in religion or in spirituality. I love quotes, and um, I'm sure when you come up with them, they hit the nail right on the head. So hammer away. Okay. Well, we're going to we're going to begin with uh, my take on all of this, and then we'll go to the quotes. Uh, the the most common um, of the what you'd say spiritual paths, and I want to talk about that first because we were all very familiar, well, I shouldn't say all, but many people are familiar with religion and having particular dogma, having particular things, rituals that you're supposed to follow. I'm not putting any judgment on it one way. I'm just saying that that's what was on there. Many people may go to a church or temple because that's the only time that they practice these, and and it feels good. It definitely feels good because one feels that they're connecting with something beyond themselves. But I want to talk a moment about the the different goals or intentions uh, within the various spiritual paths. And and the most common is that of being of of a nature where you want to be of service, where you're you, you you actually monitor your your mind and your emotions so that you are less judgmental 
uh, you're more caring, compassionate, kind. Um, I'd say anyone on a spiritual path wants to follow that, but not everybody can. I mean, we have very human emotions and thoughts, and we can't always just ignore them or or beat them down, which is actually wrong uh, because it will affect us physically if we do that. But their, their object is to, I'm going to use the term do good in a, in a sense of serving both mankind, humankind, and also their feeling of it, it's serving, serving God. But there's another path, and that's very different. Um, it contains what I've talked about, but something else, it, it's based on the knowledge that there is only one God. But one, only one God means more than, well, there's not a lot of gods, it's just one. What it actually means to these people who are on this particular path, or paths, because there's different ways of being involved in that, there is only God. In other words, everything that exists in this universe, sometimes I even use the term all that is, you know, or source, but everything is an extension of God. It is God, or it is this power or creator or whatever name the infinite that is expressing itself not only in the animate, not only through humans and other lives, animals and and plants, but also in the inanimate, that there is nothing that is made of anything except this substance, if we want to call it that, this energy, this consciousness, this spirit that we call God. It is truly fascinating. Uh, you already said one thing that surprised me when you said the Buddhists don't use the word God. That surprised me. They're always in meditation and everything. What is their substitute for that? They don't have a substitute. They believe they in being what the term is, awake, of recognizing that this is, I don't know what term they actually use, but that there is only one thing that exists. And when we become awake as Buddha, who is very enlightened, that's another word for that, or illuminated, uh, we see that, and we see that everything belongs to this one source, and I don't even think they use that word, but meditation is huge for them, compassion is huge, kindness is huge, and working on your own mind to free yourself from all of the different things that cause us pain, especially from attachment, because the recognition is very much Buddhist, recognizing that the way this world, this physical world uh, functions is according to certain laws, and things change all the time. And so when we attach ourselves to something, whether it is a person, place, or thing, once that thing or person or place is no longer part of our life, we become very sad. And so they consider one of the things that causes sadness is the fact that we are attached to things that we cannot stay attached. It is a recognition of the changing things that that life changes and flows and that we need to change and flow with it. And meditation, they can spend hours in meditation in order to reach what the Buddha reached, which was enlightenment, to be awake. And I'll give you other terms of that so that you it, it will become clearer. They just use different ways of of expressing it. But it is a very interesting religion on that basis because it is um, not many, many, many followers uh, of Buddhism, and there's different sects in Buddhism as there is in in so many other, especially Christian religion has many, many different sects. But... Um, they they do a lot is on meditation. Some is a lot more on chanting, and then there's prayer. But it doesn't. Um, one does not have to become a Buddhist to follow um, the ways of the Buddha. You do not have to become a Buddhist. It's the same thing with um, Kabbalah. 
which is considered Jewish mysticism. You do not have to be Jewish or follow a Jewish religion um, in order to be a Kabbalist, or I should say to follow uh, and, and study Kabbalah, because to be a Kabbalist is to have reached that same state of being awake, of recognizing that this this world, this third-dimensional world that we live in, is considered uh, by those who really have this understanding uh, to be just different forms of energy and frequencies, and they consider it an illusion, constantly can be changed. In fact, um, one who we don't think of as being religious, but was actually quite spiritual, Albert Einstein, uh, clearly said that uh, reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very uh, persistent one. So what we're seeing uh, is different for everyone. It can change. And when we see things through the eyes of enlightenment, it is totally different. Walt Whitman, Emerson, um, other poets, um, besides Whitman, I can't think of it. There are other poets, also writers, um, Henry David Thoreau. They reach that state, and their writings, which are not, well, Emerson is is got got very much down to earth, so to speak, so we can understand it. But the others, you read these poets and all, and they appeal to the soul because they're talking about the fact that there is nothing else but this extraordinary universe created by the one creator and that we are part of it, we are in it, we belong to it, and we can actually reach that state of consciousness. Um, in fact... Paramahansa Yogananda, um, he's a, who came to the United States to bring self-realization, which is the same thing I'm talking about. He's the author of Autobiography of a Yogi, and that book was translated into many languages. It sold millions and millions of copies. And if people actually got it, in other words, if their consciousness had expanded to the recognition of what he was talking about, uh, we would have a world very different than we have. There would be much more love. There would be peace. People would be helping each other. We certainly would not have war uh, because we would recognize that at the core, at the essence of who we are, and uh, Pierre Delhard du Chardin, uh, a Jesuit priest, mystic, and scientist, said it very clearly, and many people quote him. He said, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And that is so powerful. And like you say, if people really grasp this, the world would be a much calmer and more peaceful place. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Now, all humans come from one original soul, and that original soul comes from the one the only, the creator that we call God. And, and therefore, we are spiritual beings at our essence. And the intention of people on the spiritual paths that I've been talking about, whether it's Kabbalah or it's Buddhism or it's uh, self-realization or it's Kriya Yoga is one of the, it's not, it's not a religion, but is a, a way of life, a practice, uh, which of which self-realization is the main, the heart of it. Um, they all want to experience themselves as the spiritual beings they really are. And we've we've read about you know nirvana and bliss and ecstasy and all of this that happens when you merge with that <laughs> which you really are, merge with your true self here on planet Earth. We have our ego, which interferes. We have um, personas. Uh, we are wearing masks. We don't, for the most part, most people um, do not even have an inkling that they are truly not only come from God, but that, that their um, true destiny is to return there. And 
it may take, I don't know, you know, hundreds of incarnations before we reach that because the only way to get there literally is to be free of all of the things that interfere and that's our fears and our angers and our prejudices and um, judgments and prejudice, well I said prejudice, judgments is pretty much the same thing. Um, these are negativity and all of this, non, not believing in anything other than the material world, this is it, uh, not recognizing that we are truly something much greater, much grander um, in, in our true in our truth, in our essence, not necessarily our expression. And, you know, I used to read things like, God loves everyone equally. And, and I'd say, well, how could you love everyone equally? How could you love, you know, people that murder and, and, and terrorists and all of this? How could you love them equally? Because from that space, that state, everything is exactly as it is meant to be. And that for us in our human consciousness is extremely difficult to understand. And in fact, it cannot be understood. It is a state that needs to be reached in consciousness. And that's where all of this meditation and prayer and chanting comes in for many people. And yet there are some who actually have an experience of awakening, uh, meaning that they become enlightened, they see these, this third dimension for what it truly is, which is, well, many, many of the spiritual teachers would call it, it's like a play, or it's like a game, or it's like a movie, that's how we see it, um, they actually get to that stake. I would like to say, yeah, that's where I am. I'm not. I just know it exists, and knowing that it exists is something that causes me to want to experience that, and then, then for I do meditate and I do pray. Meditation is more um, in line with what the people on that spiritual path will do, but some prayer, whereas prayer is more of what people on a religious uh, journey or path will do, and then chanting comes in. Um, I've seen some of my Kabbalah books, and I have many, talk about chants, which I didn't even think of as being a Jewish person. I didn't know anything about chanting, uh, except um, that it was something that was done in Buddhism. In fact, I had learned one of the chants. I don't know what it means, but I can say it. I do not know what it means, except it's something highly spiritual. Another thing, but it's not really a chant, that I like to say um, is in the Hebrew, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Achad. And what it means is here, Israel, and Israel doesn't mean the country Israel. It really, in this sense, means the world people. The Lord your God, the Lord is one. And as I said, it uh, doesn't just mean there is only one God. It means there is only God, and there are other sayings which express that there is nothing else except that. Therefore, we are also that. And it may surprise you to hear this from Sai Baba. Some of you may be familiar with Sai Baba, considered an Indian saint who manifested things from midair, truly did. He was totally and completely connected with his knowledge and experience as a as as God. And he says here, your dawn of knowledge is approaching. He's talking to people who uh, were devoted to him and came. He had uh, these huge sessions, and I don't know who's taken his place since he passed away just a few years ago. Um, huge sessions with followers. And he said, each day is your chance to achieve the greatest of all earthly accomplishments to become yourself, and the Y is capitalized, and there's a dash, God. Now that's Sai Baba. 
Well, Beverly said quite a bit here. So uh, first I want to make a point that what this show is about today truly goes hand-in-hand with another extraordinary show. Folks, that show is called Who Am I Really? And it was exactly a week ago today that we aired that live with health guru Beverly Nadler. When we're talking about am I religious, am I spiritual, am I both, am I neither trying to understand all of that, you can go back to the core, who am I really, in our archives. And while you're there, in the homepage, JoyceBarryAndFriends.com, you might want to put Beverly Nadler in the search bar, and all her phenomenal shows will uh, come up, and then you can click on the ones you're interested in. But I do have to say that today's show fits like a glove with the last one. And while we're at it, May we suggest that every day we have shows designed to empower you to make a positive difference in your life. And here in Beverly Nadler's own words, her original poem, why you should be listening to this show. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one internet radio show. And, folks, we do ask that you partner up with us in having that happen. Simply go to Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and friends.com. On the upper left of the homepage, you will see my picture, and right under that it says follow. And if you click on that, you will know that every show, every guest, every topic, you need not miss any of them because you can catch them 24-7 in our archives. You can download them, play them, share the links, whatever will make you happy and empower you. Back to you, Beverly. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Um, I wanted to say that um, uh, that poem is, is so true uh, about this show, and also when mentioning my show last week, I appreciate that. Um, basically, today we're talking about these spiritual and religious paths, but I do want to stress when you get to who are you really, recognizing that we are also physical, mental, emotional beings as we, in our human experience, and what I talked about last week is all of that. Today we're talking about the difference and the similarities between religion and spirituality and also the essence of who you are and that spiritual path that can lead you there. Uh, or lead you closer to it at any rate. It it is not a simple journey. Uh, The Buddhist and and also the uh, people who practice self-realization will tell you it could be hundreds or thousands of incarnations to get there, but each lifetime uh, can be closer and closer and become more enjoyable. Uh, I also want to mention, when I was talking about the Buddhists call it being awake, um, Kriya Yoga, they call it self and God realization. 
uh, what the Kabbalists call it, is equanimity with God. That is, when you reach that state, when your own personal, individual, human beliefs and um, emotions and thoughts and, and programming and stuff that goes on in this mind, which is like a machine, uh, when you are free of that, then you come to this space where there is only that, the one, the all that is, and you can actually, when I say bask in that, and uh, that 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 is something which everyone who has actually experienced that through the ages says that it cannot be described in words. But bliss, nirvana, ecstasy is not even close. So it's something we can all look forward to. Um, what I'd like to do now is share some of the various different thoughts, quotes, beliefs um, on this this subject, and here's one from Paramahansa Yogananda. When by meditation techniques we withdraw restless thoughts from the lake of the mind, we behold our soul, a perfect reflection of spirit, and realize that the soul and God are one. Yes. Okay. Also, <laughs> uh, um, one that's well, you could say more down to earth from Paramahansa Yogananda. By right living, right thinking, and meditation, you can race to the infinite. The infinite, obviously, being enlightenment or being awake. Uh, an interesting uh, statement, actually, one that I feel uh, brings the similarities together, and it's, it's really quite beautiful. And it's by a man who wrote a book called Through God's Eyes. His name is Phil Bosta, B-O-L-S-T-A. The book, by the way, is about uh, over 500 pages. Um, religion and spirituality complement each other when religion is positioned not as a filter for rigid, rigidly interpreting God, but as a foundation for reaching out to God. So... I like that that statement, and that is when they do, they can very well and often do complement each other. Carl Jung has a different view, however. Uh, he's a psychiatrist, uh, very well known. One of the main functions of formalized religion is to quote, he doesn't put quotes, I'm putting quotes, protect people against a direct experience of God. So what he's saying is that religion, often because religion depicts God as being outside, it is an outside force, an outside entity, other than or rather than something that we can experience within ourselves. So that's what his statement is referring to. And on the spiritual path, the one that I was talking about was self-realization or being awake or... Um, illuminated, uh, that, that's what um, it, it would be, religion would be a detriment to that if you're going by dogma. In fact, what Kabbalah says is that the uh, Bible is written exoterically, meaning the outer, and but the truth is esoteric, internally. And uh, one of my well, two of my Kabbalah books say, if you believe the Bible word for word, you are absolutely making a huge mistake. Actually, it goes on, one of the authors goes on to saying you are a fool, um, because that's not what it is. It is the internal interpretation, the recognition of what they are trying to tell us. But the truth was veiled for years and years and years, because the truth is that man... Humans have within themselves all of the attributes of the Creator because we are part of the Creator. But if we told that to, quote, people who are in their ego state, um, they can do some really dreadful things. And, of course, people are doing really dreadful things, knowing that or not knowing that. So it was it was hidden. But apparently... Um, in this new millennium, 
called the age of knowledge, the age of Aquarius. People are to become more aware and more awake of who they really are. In another quote, while religious dogma can stifle self-expression, spiritual devotees often take great truths such as God and I are one out of context, misinterpret them, and apply them in ways that actually honor their ego rather than their spirit. So one can start to say, well, I'm a spiritual being and I'm more self-evolved, etc. than you are. Well, that's not really being spiritual. <laughs> Organized religion okay. has been presented as a closed hierarchical system. In such a structure, all questions lead to official explanations and individual interpretation is discouraged, and that is often true. One must think for themselves, uh, but many times on a, spir- on a spiritual path, one does. It's a very individual journey. It's a very different journey. People awaken if they do during this particular you know, incarnation. Um, it, it's very different for people, and it happens very differently. So nobody's path is exactly the same, but as I said, there are certain things that lead to that. In Kabbalah, it's a lot of study, uh, meditation and prayer also. In uh, self-realization or the Kriya Yoga, uh, meditation and what they call kind living, you know, and being responsible. They don't separate and say you, you don't pay attention to the outer world. But they do all of them, all, will stress not to get so involved with the material fleeting world that you are, do not have the time or the interest in taking care of your spiritual needs. They will all say that. Not the religions necessarily, but all spiritual teachings. Speaking I have more teachings, quotes, but Beverly I want to Speaking of teachings, Beverly Nadler, what a good time to tell people about your websites with all the information that you bring forth in there. My website, main website, is beverlynadler.com, and it contains a lot on my teachings and poetry and has links to my books, uh, Vibrational Harmony, which talks about what it is to be a physical being, to obey the laws of your physical or human nature, and also working on the mind, uh, which helps to eliminate some of the things that <laughs> that keep us from owing our God nature. Loving the game of life is about uh, recognizing and um, becoming aware of the, the fact that who you really are is a spiritual being and becoming, because if we don't believe that, um, we just keep going back and forth with so many of the negative things that do happen on this physical plane. One of the laws of this plane is uh, the law of duality, polarity, the, the things that go on, and a lot of it is not to our liking. So that's my website. There's a lot of information on it, and I certainly um, welcome if people go to the website and have questions or something, uh, call me, and I'll be glad to discuss some of these things with you. Why don't you also talk about your other website that promotes your fabulous book? The other website, well, these are two free books. My book, Vibrational Harmony, is on my Beverly Nadler website, and you can read comments uh, on that and testimonials on that and also, if some people are familiar with John D. Martini, who is a human potential, very well-known human potential teacher, and he wrote the introduction and felt the book is um, very important in helping people live on this plane, the, the, this dimension as humans. Um, my other website that Joyce is referring to is called vibrationalharmony.biz. B-I-Z has nothing to do with business as such. It is the business of health. And it contains two e-books, both of which are free. One is on mastering stress, and the other is the laws of the body, two of which uh, these two books are very important for being able to have a better and more fulfilling, healthier and happier life as a human who is aware of that you are really beyond that. 
But as a human, these books are very, very, very helpful. Thank you. For I highly, sure, highly recommend those websites. I endorse it fully. All of Beverly's teachings and writings are really designed to impact your life. Okay, please continue. Okay. Many organized religions demand that you follow an external set of rules based on the experience of others, while spirituality encourages you to seek your own experiences through inner exploration and discovery. Uh, That is also a quote by Phil Bolster, who wrote this book that I was talking about. Um, It's from Swami Rama. People in the West don't understand that a path of spirituality is not the same as professing a religion. One is built on experience, the other is accepted on faith. And that's an interesting statement. The one that's built on experience is the path of spirituality where you are intending to experience yourself as this part of the creator, as part of God. When you're, that's your intention, to merge with the, the, the all that is. And religion, basically, yes, is accepted on faith. And I, you know, I when I say I, I'm using that generically. Uh, this is what um, my priest or my minister or my rabbi said, and, and this must be the truth. And there must be many, many, many truths because <laughs> there are thousands, over a thousand different religions. And the reason there's so many of them, uh, I imagine, I can't say I know for sure, but I imagine is because... Someone, um, a leader type of person, uh, looked at what was being taught in their particular religion and decided, no, I don't agree with that. I'm going to go out and form my own religion. And uh, many people have done that. And uh, some of some of the, a lot of the Christian faiths have been changed because of that. Whether you're talking about Presbyterian or Episcopalian, um, and the many other Christian faiths. Uh, somebody decided that this didn't express what they felt should be expressed. But spirituality is very, very individual and um, very, very personal. And another quote from Sai Baba is, Do not think that you are human and that you have to reach the state of the divine. Think rather that you are God. And from that state... You have become a human being. If you think this way, the attributes of God can be manifested in you. But if you feel that you are ascending from humanness to godliness, you will be taking the undesirable with you, the undesirable meaning all of the things that we in our human state have added, all of the angers and and hostilities and negativity and prejudices and all of these things, fears, um, and you're looking to free yourself of that as I ascend to go, which is actually what you need to do. But the, it's, it's that subtle thing, and it is not from a place of conceit or superiority, absolutely not. It is from an awareness that this is really true. This is the truth, and I need to reach that. You know, Kabbalah uh, says there is the one statement, um, if you were to sum up everything, which of course would not make any sense, but if you would sum up the way to live our lives, it, and, and this is in the Bible, um, in the Old Testament, is love thy neighbor as thyself. And the thyself is capitalized because within us, and we live and breathe within it, and it lives and breathes within us, is God. So when you love and worship God, then you have to love and worship. Worship, not in the sense, ooh, I'm so wonderful. Recognizing who or what does the works, just as Jesus said, it is the Father within me that doeth the works. He never attributes any of these things to himself. Baba, who is known to have manifested many things on the physical plane, and there was ample proof of that. I mean, enough followers who, who watched him, who had interviews with him, always said, this, what I do, 
you can do when you get to that state of consciousness. So this this is a reality that the more people that become aware of it, it is my belief, the more um, the the more life will be pleasurable and less torment and less criticism and less hatred and oh gosh, less war. Uh, I just want to say, once again, folks, I gave you the website to get so much more information from Beverly, beverlynadler.com, N-E-D-L-E-R, vibrationalharmony.biz. I want to take this time to tell you about my official website, which is Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E.com. I'm a life coach and motivational speaker and author, and I, I recommend you check that out as well. You'll see all my seminar programs as well as the countless testimonials from people all over the country that have utilized my services, people just like you, and here are just a few. Joyce Barry is an outstanding success coach. She is a master coach, the best of the best. Here are just a few of her clients who want to endorse her. Marlon Brando. Hiron Joyce as a coach is an awful you can't refuse. President Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with Joyce. She is my coach. Sylvester Stallone. Yo, Adrian, Joyce is the best coach, you know. She helped me train for Rocky. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I hired the Joyceinator because no matter how much I may drive her crazy, I know she'll be back. President Ronald Reagan. Well, Joyce, uh, Nancy and I just love you. There you go again. Win one for the Barry. Elvis Presley. I'm all shook up about hiring Joyce as a coach. I'll get a little less conversation, a little more coaching. Jack Nicholson. If you could handle the truth, you want Joyce as your coach. Johnny Carson. I can hire Joyce as a coach? I did not know that. That is wild. Did you know that, Ed? Charlie Sheen. Winning. That's because Joyce is my coach. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Woody Allen. Are you crazy? This whole time I haven't had Joyce Barry as a coach? You kidding me? Hi, Ted Siuba, and I think and grow rich. If you were thinking about hiring Joyce Barry as your coach, just do it, and we'll grow rich together. And even Joyce Barry herself. What do Olympic athletes have that you don't have? A coach. Hire me and have this be your best year ever. If not now, when? I want that gold medal. I want to hire me. Email coachjoyce at AOL.com. That's coachjoyce at AOL.com. And for those of you who are wondering, how did we manage to get so many people from the spirit world to come here and give me a testimonial? Well, the answer to that is simple. Yesterday's show, Celebrity Psychic to the Stars, Peter Marks was on, a world-renowned psychic, a famous medium, and Peter was on and managed to bring those people back to endorse my show and my coaching. Peter is extraordinary. You have to hear uh, him about what is in the future, what uh, lies in your path, all of that. And it was a great show in our archives 24-7. You could check it out. And if you take that 30 seconds to become a follower of our show by going to JoyceBarryAndFriends.com, you'll know every show, every guest, every topic, and you'll always know when Peter is on since he has given us the exclusive on radio. So that's how we got those extraordinary people to come from our past and to participate in the testimonials. Back to you, Beverly. I would like to also endorse Peter. He is exceptional in his abilities, and he's also a very, very dear friend. So you definitely want to not only follow him, um, you can actually ask questions when you're when you uh, when he's on and uh, you uh, listen to the show. And you get that free on-air mini reading free. So he's with us every month, always a different day, different week. So you do want to become a follower. Uh, as we're starting to wrap up here, uh, do you, are you going to have a poem for us today? Yes, I will have a poem. 
Uh, just a few more quotes that I'd like to share, and then I'll share my poem. Sounds when you have found your true soul nature of everlasting joy, that indestructible bliss will remain with you throughout all experiences of this life. That's Paramahansa Yogananda, and he is saying that self-realization is possible within your physical life, not only when you return home, because he also says in time we retrace our footsteps home, it means to God, and reach that divine kingdom wherein we shall be free from all suffering and heartaches. But he is actually saying it, that it's possible in this realm. Uh, I do want to mention this as putting this together, the differences. Historically, the belief that we are separate from God was the chief differentiation between spirituality and most of the world's major religions. Over the last few decades, however, many faiths have embraced a more spiritual point of view. So we have the religions of uh, religious science, also known as science of mind, also unity. These have much, much more uh, what we might call on a metaphysical or mystical, uh, where they recognize the consciousness, the, the Christ consciousness, and Christ is the highest consciousness. Jesus was the name of the, the man who became at one with God. The consciousness is the, is the Christos, or the Christ consciousness. And um, organized religion typically represents God as an external entity, while spirituality portrays the divine as an integral aspect of humanity. So one is not like, I have to let this one go, or I have to do this one or that. Both paths are meaningful. And organized religion also plays a vital role in building community, helps people to be better people. You'll find a lot of churches and temples when something goes wrong. The members all get together to help each other and to even help people in other cities, in other states, in other countries. And um, that there are many more quotes that exist, but I will now share my poem. Before you do, what is the message you want to leave our audience today? And then we'll uh, conclude with your poem. The message is that however you choose to um, your path to this higher consciousness, to what we call God, uh, have one. Have one. Whatever you call it, as I said, the Buddhists don't call it God. Recognize something gave rise to this awesome universe. It is operated by by specific laws. Learn them to the best of your ability. And also to the best of your ability, free yourself from the pain and the heartache that comes from the fears and the prejudices and the angers and the hostilities that you have. And there are so many ways of doing that many of which we have discussed on the show. I discuss them on shows, and Joyce has other uh, wonderful guests who discuss them. Make your life as happy and joyful as you can. Uh, I have a book by a Buddhist called The Joy of Living, um, in which he calls it the science of happiness. So meditation, prayer, um, service, and developing within yourself the, the compassion and caring, because everybody's in this physical life is struggling with something, even the so-called rich and famous that we think have everything. We're all struggling with something. Have compassion, kindness. Okay, Beverly, and, and what is your poem? The wisdom of the ages is stored inside your heart, and until recently it was a secret that only mystics could impart. But now it is the profound truth to which all must soon relate that we are gifted with the power to create. The unified field of energy that the scientists find is the same power that religion calls God, consciousness, or universal mind. And all that comes into manifestation 
are waves and particles doing a cosmic dance. It's all according to universal law. There's nothing left to chance. When we project the energy of our own mind and soul into the universal energy field, whatever we vibrate in harmony with is then revealed. For it is by what we call the law of attraction that to ourselves we bring our life in the form of people, conditions, events, circumstances, and things. It took years and years of study and mystery and wisdom, wisdom schools of old before students were allowed to be told and to recognize the truth of their own spirituality and discover that we are all in partnership with the divinity. Tell me what you want, the universe asks of you. Tell me your thoughts and feelings and the visions you pursue. When you know what you want and trust in the power, you will be inspired to do what it takes so that you can attract what you desire. Realize that what you ask for will contain the bitter and the sweet, for through the law of polarity they manifest, that makes this world complete. And if you ever feel trapped because your life is not as you want it to be, remember and apply who you are and the universal laws and set yourself free. Excellent poem, as always, Beverly Nadler. So, folks, I ask you, when are you going to go check out BeverlyNadler.com, JoyceBarry.com? When are you going to check out the show, Who Am I Really?, which I highly endorse. It was last week in our archives. When are you going to get to that? And this is the $64,000 question. If not now, when? Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one worldwide internet radio show. This poem, an original by yours truly, is entitled, If Not Now, When? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication? To get wealthy, it's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not now, when? Folks, I really believe this is a topic to reflect on, see where you stand in all of this. Religion, spirituality, they certainly both have its place. Only you can determine how much of a place you want to have in your life. So we thank you for listening today. I want to leave you with this special prayer. May yesterday be the last day the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, 
attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories, and manifesting marvelous miracles. Folks, go out and make someone happy today, and we always want to make you happy. We invite you to sing along with us, dance along with us, and laugh along with us, and you can do that right here, right now, to the Joyce Barry Mass. God bless you. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show. And her poetry was just so good, you know. I want to listen to Joyce again and again. As Joyce would say, if not now, when? He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce knows all about having fun. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. She's a coaching sensation for not just me or you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. (laughs) Have a fantastic day. And listen to Joyce Barry and friends. (laughs) 